Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha all the time. I'm the Macabre Chap, and I'm joined by... What's up, everybody? This is Santai 5 Re-Rise. Happy hashtag Gundamber, everybody. Okay, Space Noid. <laughs> okay, Feddy. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll have you know that Feddy is a term that's almost as offensive as the N-word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Classic. So today on Buildcasters, what we're going to discuss is some brief news and our opinions on some kits that have recently been released. And then we're going to go into 10 minutes or so of Build Divers Re-Rise talk. How does that sound? That sounds absolutely perfect. So Fives, do you want to take it away by telling us what kits have recently been released, especially around the Build Divers Re-Rise line, and give us some of your opinions on them from an aesthetic standpoint? Sure. Yeah. So, Build Divers Rerise has quite a few kits, mainly the um, you know the core Gundam system, which is the Earth Three, Mars Four, and most recently V Two. So basically, the core Gundam is this tiny-looking, almost borderline Gundam Age mobile suit, and basically with all these different armors named after the different planets, it forms an armor weapon system, which is pretty pretty cool. It's, it's very uh, super robot-y, if you get what I'm saying. And in addition to that, we have the Gundam Justice Knight which is pretty cool and i'm not really a fan of the justice design but they made it so much better for a re-rise for sure and who could forget the new xeon gundam the beautiful red mobile suit that brings down an entire space colony <laughs> oh man that new xeon gundam that has a colony drop as it's Hisatsu oh. attack, oh my goodness, that is absolutely wild. Let's face it, Captain Zeon has had negligible amounts of screen time so far in Build Divers Rerise, and he is arguably the most interesting character. Yes, he's so charismatic, I love it, it's crazy. So my opinions on the recent kits, especially the Build Divers Rerise ones, from an aesthetic standpoint, when I first saw the designs of the Core Gundam and the various planet system armors, it was some trepidation there. I mean, I guess I kind of liked them from an aesthetic standpoint, especially the Earth 3 armor, but I was kind of unsure about how it would work mechanically in terms of gunpla and so on and so forth. But now that I've seen that the Earth 3 Gundam has been released and I've seen several reviews of the Earth 3 Gundam, I'm confident that not only are the gunpla aesthetically pleasing, but they're well engineered from a mechanical standpoint, especially the core Gundam. The core Gundam is absolutely incredible. For a gunpla that's so small to have all that articulation and to be able to snap on all that armor so easily and not have it massively affect the articulation is nothing short of wondrous. The core Gundam and the way in which it is engineered is really, really, really impressive. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely agree. I love that whole armor system. It's just like it forms a mobile armor separately and then when it's ready to combine, it completely forms a whole new mobile suit. It's amazing. It is very amazing, and the way that it's done is very reminiscent, as you said, of Super Robots, um, especially the way that the core Gundam combines with its armor actually in show. Yes. Very, very reminiscent of the Brave series, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. So in terms of some other 
Gunpla that are being released outside of the Build Divers Rerise line. There seems to be like a massive, massive influx of P Bandai kits at the moment, especially kits that shouldn't really be P Bandai, i.e. the Mudrock Gundam, the HG1144 Mudrock Gundam. Why on earth Bandai decided to make that kit P Bandai, I do not know, but it irks me somewhat. Actually, no, it irks me greatly. Yeah, I don't like how there's this influx of reissues for P Bandai all of a sudden. The waterproof Gundam, I'm kind of interested in. Aesthetically, it looks nice, but I don't know if I like the colors. But yeah, I'm not going to really go out of my way to get a P Bandai release unless uh, my hobby shop gets it in, which they do get some P Bandai releases every now and then. So maybe if I see it, I see it. I generally avoid all P Bandai kits just as a matter of principle, but the Mudrock Gundam is strongly making me consider making my first P Bandai purchase. I just feel that it's going to have like a horrendously jacked up price on the aftermarket when it comes out. And I feel like scalpers are going to take advantage of how popular the Mudrock Gundam is within Gundam and wider mecha anime fandom. In terms of its design, it's a very, very, very popular Gundam, especially considering that it actually hasn't appeared in the anime. It's primarily from a video game and a manga, Mobile Suit Gundam side story. I would even say that its popularity rivals or maybe exceeds some of those suits that have actually appeared in the anime. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's it's a very nice looking suit, to be honest. It's I like it a lot. Um, also, another suit that has my interest is the, what was it, the, the Gundam Pixie. It's a very nice, uh, dark looking mobile suit. Pretty simple, too. That's not the original Pixie, but that's the Pixie. It's got new colors, but the new color scheme is fucking awesome, man. Yeah, the Fred Reaver uh, use. Yes, exactly. What? anime or manga does the pixie originate from i am not too familiar with it it's part of the slavery units oh okay it's part of the uh, mobile suit ace pilot logs 20th entry oh okay yeah the pixie is basically a close combat type mobile suit isn't it yeah it is definitely it's got a lot of beam sabers and beam weapons along with a few uh you know beam rifles yeah it's got those like short little like beam daggers as well right yeah it does Nice, nice. So, um, since it's Gundamba, well, we're probably going to do a separate Gundamba episode. Well, fives will anyway. What kits are you looking forward to purchasing this month or actually like coming out this month? I really support my local hobby shop because they get literally everything in for Gundam. So I'm waiting for them to get the re-rise kits because I really want that Earth 3. And I'm highly considering getting the Mars 4 as well because I do like red on my mobile suits and it just looks so nice. But Earth 3 is my favorite out of the uh, core Gundam reveals so far. Yeah, Earth 3 is undoubtedly my favorite. I think Bandai are like devilishly clever for releasing the V2 and Mars 4 armors without their weapons and you having to purchase the weapons separately. I mean, it's really annoying, but they're going to obviously make lots and lots and lots of money because i'm sure as you know gunpla are a plastic crack oh yeah they are <laughs> i have a problem <laughs> i have a problem too my friend as for what kits i'm looking forward to getting i've already purchased the earth 3 gundam from hlj i'm gonna ship that next week probably i might get the mars 4 and v2 but i haven't decided yet I am definitely going to get the cross silhouette version of the Earth 3 as well. That's not due to come out until February 2020. And I also need to ship 
my Crossbone X1 SD cross silhouette and my Granddaddy Gundam cross silhouette, which were returned to Japan because the fucking postman didn't leave a fucking delivery slip. I am so annoyed. So, so annoyed. That's fucked up. Shout outs to HLJ though for like sending me an email and letting me know about that. Like you guys rock and I will continue to give you lots and lots and lots of money. Oh, that reminds me. I'm also going to purchase some 30 minutes mission kits as well i have currently in my basket the dark gray alto the commander armor that kind of makes it look gundam-esque um i've got the weapon option set one i think which is the one with the sword and the hull birds and then i've also got like the jetpack set as well like the backpack set yeah. Options that gives it boosters as well. So yeah, those 30 minute missions kits look kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. And they're relatively cheap as well. Yeah, they're about like $12 to $15 for um, a regular kit. Is that in your hobby store? Yeah. Um, and also I saw them in um, Barnes and Nobles also, which were around the same price, like $10 to $15. What? I mean, in the UK, I think they're under a tenner. So they're like £8, I think. Good. And then the option sets are like three to four pounds each. Yeah. Yeah. The option sets are ridiculously cheap. Oh my God. Super, super duper cheap. I bought my first 30 minute missions kit about like a week or two ago and I instantly fell in love. (laughs) It's awesome. I got the Alto white. It looks so beautiful. My hobby shop doesn't have the commander packs in yet. I think that's like the only ones that they're missing for right now. Uh, I recently just bought the the red Portanova, which is reminiscent of Shars Zaku. Yep. And I got the armor set for that too. It's going to be so sick. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. I forgot to add on one more thing. The the Gundam GLs, the black version of the G-Self, is releasing in uh, March. Ooh, that's dope, man. It looks really, really nice. I have to get that. I have to get that. That is from the Bill Divers Break manga. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a P Bandai release, considering how is the GLs not a P Bandai release, but the fucking Mudrock is? You know, that's what I originally thought it would be, but thank God it's not. Oh, that reminds me. I need to get Gundam Shining Break as well. Oh, you know, my hobby shop has a few of them. I've seen them just like sitting on the shelf. My hobby shop in Camden, which is like a subway right away, maybe like 20 minutes on the subway, had it, but it was like 26 pounds. Oh, over here for me, it's about, I think, 15, 16 US. That is not bad at all. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. I might consider picking it up uh, just so I could get more kits for Gundumber. I'm trying to like trying to do a kit every single day, but... I have such a limited amount that I have to like split it within two days, which is like, it's totally not me. I, once I build it, start building a kit, I have to finish it, which is annoying. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I hate leaving it unfinished for the next day. So you're actually going to build like 30 kits over November. That is wild. I would like to, but I don't think it's going to happen. Don't get caught up in that Gunpla Club source, man. (laughs) Do you actually listen to that pod? Very rarely. I haven't, not as much as I'd like to. What about you? Yeah, I listen to them. Yeah, I like the podcast. They're one of the pods that inspired me to start Buildcasters, along with anime podcast of some sort by our guy, David Majors. DJM. Yeah, DJM. And Ranger Command Power Hour by our guy, Eric Berry. Yes, that's one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, and Ranger Cast by um, Tyler Waldman, aka Arsef. Can't forget the OGs. Oh man, that's been around since what? That came out, when did that come out? Like 2005? years ago years ago yeah i think it started in like the september of 2005 i remember when i first listened to it i was like 13 14 yeah i was like 12 at the time yeah because you're only a year younger than me 
Yeah. I wonder whatever happened to MP and Chris Funaro. We'll never know, maybe. Who knows? That's for a different podcast. Chris Funaro. Chris motherfucking Funaro. <laughs> who's been around since like the 90s in the fandom. Since the early days, man. Yeah. Yeah, since like old Power Rangers. Yeah, anyway, let's not get into the fact that we're massive Toku weebs as well as mecha anime fans. <laughs> let's get into Bill Diver's re-rise. <laughs> So fives, thoughts, plot, characters, what are you thinking? Uh, I really like Hirotel, man. He's pretty chill. I like how he's very calm, level-headed. Uh, he's just, in the beginning, he's obviously just trying to do his own thing, but he gets, you know, kind of sucked into this story mission with the other Bill Divers, and fate just brings them together, and they're in for one, some kind of adventure. But Kazumi's trash, man. This recent episode just proved he's fucking trash. Big trash. Oh my god. Like, I am surprised that they haven't kicked him out the force yet, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> oh man. In terms of how I feel about Bill Diver's re-rise, I think that it is a tangible improvement over its predecessor. It's got clearly defined characters that are receiving a decent amount of development, and they're relatively well written. I like Hiroto. I like Parviz. I like Mei. She's got a cool suit. She has got a cool suit, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Kazami is an example of terrible character, good gunpla. Yeah. He is a complete and utter shit show as a character. He may be a talented gunpla builder, but as a pilot, he is a complete and utter liability to his force. He has no talent whatsoever. He is a fucking Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> He's literally the definition of Leroy Jenkins. Like, if you open up a dictionary and look for the name Leroy Jenkins, it will have a picture of Kazami next to it. He's terrible. He's reckless. You don't think. What I really like about Bill Divers Rerise is how they're utilizing more obscure suits for the lead gunpla of this season. Like, for example, the Wodon pod is based on a mecha from Turn A Gundam. The Valklander is based on a mecha from some sort of SD Gundam iteration of the franchise. And then you've got, oh yeah, the Death Army from G Gundam have appeared as enemy grunts in this show. Is that correct? You know what? I believe so, actually. I'm pretty sure. The Death Army are from G Gundam, right? Uh, yeah, they should be, right? It's been a while for me. Today on Buildcasters, Sentai 5 is Googling. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely uh, G Gundam. We have confirmation. The Death Army are from G Gundam. I had to double check. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Build Divers Rerise brought in Yasuyuki Muto, the lead writer of Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn. And the upturn in general quality is showing. We're only six episodes in. But you know what? I'm looking forward to the rest of the show. I can honestly say that. Like, I turn it on every week and I'm genuinely looking forward to the episode. With Build Divers, it just became a chore to watch it every single week. And I just finished it for the sake of completion. Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping the story is going to be like fucking batshit crazy eventually in the second half. But still good, obviously. It doesn't feel like the stakes are very high at the moment, but I'm hoping that the stakes are ramped up once we progress in the story. Also, the name of this show needs to be changed to Bill Divers Fur Rise, because oh my god. <laughs> furries everywhere. Literally everywhere. Now, like, I ain't got no beef with furries. I used to when I was younger, but Sonic Fox, the realest person in the world who is a multiple Evo champion, showed me the way that furries can actually be cool. Shout outs to that guy. But yeah, 
Bill Divers Fur Rise. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. For those of you who aren't familiar with Re-Rise yet, who haven't watched the show, so our main characters help this village, and there's they do the story mission where they have to help this village out um, from these one-eyes units that are, you know, causing damage and destruction. And the people of the village are all furries, so that's why my friend Ash here was talking about that. Every single one of them. Yeah. And the final boss is Gundam Seltzam. Oh, I can't wait for that kit to release. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Who definitely uses that right arm for masturbation because, oh my god, that right arm is huge. <laughs> so yeah, whoever done the planning and design work for Bill Divers Re-Rise, props to you, my guy. Seriously. Sorry to take it back to Gunpla, but the upcoming planet armors, a white kind of like angelic one with a shield and blast three weapon and like a really dark blue one that looks like it's for underwater combat look pretty fucking awesome. Have you seen them? I think I briefly saw them. I'm going to pull them up real quick again. Sentai 5 is Googling again. I have to. <laughs> so many P Bandai kids flooding the front page. My God. Shit. P Bandai? You want Gundam Kids collection? Yeah, among, yeah, exactly. Are we talking about the real-type core Gundam? Oh, wait, no, that's not it. No, we're not talking about the real-type core Gundam. The real-type colors core Gundam comes with the Mars 4, and then the G3 colors comes with the V2 armor. V2 armor, yeah. I think I have to go a little bit further back. No, I'm talking about the other armors. You know what? I'll sh- send you a link for them after we finish recording. Okay, because I know I briefly saw them on Twitter, scrolling through my timeline, but that was basically it. So yeah, quick summary of our views on Build Divers Re-Rise. Good start. Looking forward to the rest of it. Fives? I'm very highly optimistic about it, and I don't like saying that about a show until, you know, we get further into it, but I like what I see. Let's hope for the best, people, because last year was a, was a huge, utter disappointment for the Build series. It was a complete and utter mediocre shit show. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can be more blunt, my guy. <laughs> So now that we're done talking about Bill Divers Rewrites, Vibes, where can we find you on social media, my dude? You can find me always on Twitter, ranting, watching stuff, talking about random crap on Twitter as always at Sentai5. And you can find me on YouTube and my videos will come back for YouTube uh, very shortly. So stay tuned. You can find me on Twitter at The Macabre Chap. You can find Radio Kosen, our podcast that focuses on Ultraman, Kaiju and lesser known tokusatsu on Twitter at Radio Kosen, Kosen spelled K-O-S-E-N. You can find our homies in the Legion of Boom on Twitter at Legion of Boom. That's L-E-G-1-0-N of Boom. So that's Buildcasters out. Say bye, fives. Deuces. Keep building, people. Keep building your gunpla. See ya. This episode of Billcasters was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.